Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So today is episode 198, and I am super excited for this episode because it is a client interview. And I know you guys, whoever has been listening to this, um, which I'm very grateful for, you guys seem to resonate an awful lot with the client interviews because it shows the human side. It shows that things are possible. It shows that when something wants to be done, it can be done. And I think what I think what the comments came back from the last one that we did with the client interviews was that I think a lot of people think that their own problems are their own and that no one else goes through those issues with either body confidence or food or emotional eating, training, motivation, all that kind of stuff. But I think everyone realizes that we all have the same issues. Someone else has come overcome that side of things. So today's guest is one of my clients who has literally just recently finished up and graduated from Team SWF, uh, Mia. So Mia, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. So Mia, I'm going to let you do most of the talking. And okay. I'm going to get you to talk about your background um, and why you kind of got in touch with myself. No. Okay. Um, so I have like always been like on and off with dieting and I kind of like have been before I got in contact with you, I had been like really intensely like working out like six days a week, taking no rest day on my rest day. It was like yoga and a walk was like my rest day. I was being like really like doing too much and being so hard on myself and I was like really miserable and I was tracking calories like weighing strawberries weighing lettuce like being like really intense and I remember I like the the weekend before I contacted you I like had got my period and I had like gone out for a couple of days and I stepped on the scales and scales shot up like four kgs and I was like oh my god I've ruined it I've ruined all my progress because I had just lost those like four kgs and I I had started listening to your podcast so I literally like went on I remember I was going into the library to do some work and I was sitting in the library like just feeling so miserable feeling so horrible about myself and so went straight on to your website and filled out the form um because I just I just felt like I needed some sort of intervention like some some sort of help to like keep me from having this like massive breakdown every time I like you know stepped on the scale um and so then before that like I I have been years of of similar situations um I did when I was like 12 I went to um uh, uh, like a dietitian or a nutritionist because I thought that I was really fat but actually I, I wasn't I was just 12 and was like a little bit maybe bigger than some of my friends but you know it's like growing and stuff you don't know like I just felt horrible about myself then and just like in and out of of that sort of thing then for like two years and then um years later when I was like 17 I went to Slimming Club um I don't know do you want me to say the name of it I went to Slimming World and it worked for like a couple of months um and I felt really good um but like 
then I think I went away for the summer or something and completely dropped like all the all the rules on it and um, ended up gaining probably more weight than I started off with um and so then just literally then I started working um somewhere where there's a lot of cakes and really like really nice food and I gained like a load of weight when I worked there so it's just always been like an up and down like never happy with where I was and I just wanted to get a sort of like structure and consistency in my diet and in my exercising and so yeah I came to you. You spoke there about the episode that you listened to in the library yeah you learn about the certain times when things are potent the scales may go up at that time well I had known that like and I think I said it to you on the first call that we had that I was like I know I shouldn't have weighed myself when I got my period but I I think it was like a thing like at the first couple of weeks when I started with you as well it was like I couldn't stop myself from weighing myself um and I remember like I was like two or three weeks in with you and I sent you a message like oh I weighed myself because that's what like with you I I haven't been weighing myself and I I haven't weighed myself in about two months I don't think I have no idea what I weigh so but and we decided that at the start like that I wasn't gonna use the scales as like a metric because I put too much of my my self-worth in a number like that so taking that out of it like has been really good for me but yeah I knew I knew there was no point in weighing myself after like having a couple of days out and having my period and stuff but I literally like it's like I couldn't stop myself at the time and I kind of wanted um, I almost wanted the like to be to to be disappointed in myself or something like I almost wanted that it was like a real like bad cycle of just like weighing myself feeling crap and then having a really strict diet again and then going off it weighing myself again feeling like crap again so yeah I remember I remember when you sent me the message I think it was like week three or week four I think it was that you kind of weighed in um I remember having the chat with yourself and kind of saying like there wasn't really any benefit of doing that I, I think you also needed to probably have done that to realize that it wasn't very conducive to what you actually wanted to achieve yeah um so I'm kind of in a in a, in hindsight I think it's a, a good way that you did it mm. would it be advised for most people probably not but I'm kind of <laughs> glad you did it looking back because then it made yeah. you realize what the trigger was and it also made you realize that what you were potentially the route that you were had been going down wasn't conducive to what you wanted to do um you mentioned there about a certain weight on a scale and one of the things that on your initial consultation sheet that you filled in you set a number on the sheet that you wanted to be do you remember what that number is yeah it was 60 kgs okay so the, one of the things that I remember talking to you on the initial phone call was like, where is that number coming from? Yeah. What was, what was your response? Um, it came out of nowhere. I think I remember yeah. you saying I plucked it from the sky. <laughs> that's the polite, I think that's the PC version of what I said. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but do you see now that kind of like a scales 
or a met it's like it, it is only a metric like how did you kind of move away from that whole side of things from the scales and seeing as the scales are the only way to deal with things and if you were to step on a scale today which i'm not encouraging to do how would you how would you act differently or would you be able to act differently is the big question um i think like the main thing was that i realized and you helped me to realize that I was putting so much of my self-worth into like a number and it wasn't even necessarily how I looked or felt because I could have been looking and feeling really good or feeling really good about the way that I looked on a particular day and then been like oh I'm really excited to weigh myself now because I look good today so the number is going to be low and then weigh myself and it not be the number I wanted to and then I felt crap about myself again like and it was I already feel good so why do I need to um attach feeling good to a number um and it it kind of like now I just wouldn't weigh myself because obviously I'd love to say I could weigh myself and not care what the number said but honestly I probably would still like not in the same way and I'd probably be able to move on from it but I'd probably look at it and be disappointed or just or have some sort of feelings towards it so I'd rather just not go there like I'd rather just not weigh myself at all because like why would I bother making myself upset over a number yeah I think that's an important sentence what you said there about kind of like it is only a number and it is like numbers have no meaning words have no meaning unless we put them to it um it is like we have no control over what that number says and I love the way that you said there that it's if I feel good beforehand or if I feel good in general, why would I risk that by stepping on a scales? And I think that's a huge sentiment that needs to be listened to and potentially whoever's listening to this needs to go listen back to that sentence again because too often we project our own insecurities, project our own self-worth onto a piece of plastic. We give the power to a piece of plastic. Like if you were talking to your best friend, what advice would you give to your best friend in that regard? Well, I'd give them the advice you gave me and just say, get rid of it, honestly, <laughs> because I gave away like the first this, or maybe the second week I started with you. I, I gave my scales to one of my friends and I was just like, take it. I don't I, I don't want it <laughs> because I would just keep stepping on it, you know. So I would just say to anyone that like a- any ounce of your self-worth attached to an umbrella scale, just don't weigh yourself, please. <laughs> I love that. Um, we we used uh, we didn't track calories. We no. you, we used a regular meals background, and mm. kind of calories has a weight uh, is a tool. Uh, using regular meals is a tool. Um, we used a thing called a food and mood journal, and I know and one of Jane's clients came on and talked about how she used the food and mood journal. How did you find it overall? I know you kind of stopped using it towards the maybe three weeks before the end um, because yeah. you felt you had kind of, you'd done your work in that kind of like eight, nine weeks. What did you find it useful? And kind of what did you learn about kind of like the little metrics behind it? Yeah. So when we first started, I wasn't using it like the first two weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was just about getting like, eating regularly and we we did like three meals and three snacks a day and I found that really helpful because 
I I don't know I would get like low blood sugar or something and I would just like eat like a big breakfast and then not eat again until like four o'clock and be hangry and exhausted and just be like like I would like feel faint and feel like old but then I would eat so much and then feel sick so it was just like not a good way to work so then getting into the habit of just having like a smaller breakfast and then like a piece of fruit or whatever and then a nice lunch and another like protein bar or piece of fruit or whatever and then like a nice dinner and then maybe an ice cream or chocolate or something after dinner that was like a really like a really nice routine for me and then attaching the food and mood journal to that later once it became a bit of a habit and it was like the first couple of weeks especially it was really really good because especially when there was like a week where I was feeling really really crap and I didn't use it and you said to me like even when you feel bad you have to use it too and I was like okay like I guess I guess that that makes sense because as well like on the good days it's so easy to be like I'm doing great look at all the great stuff I'm eating and then because I like and even still I'm probably a bit of an emotional eater like when I have like something going on or if I'm really stressed really tired or just like upset feeling feeling like I need to give myself a little treat like a little treat could turn into like a whole takeaway and like and it's not even that like obviously now I still have takeaway like it but it's not because I'm feeling a certain way and like if there like when that week happened it was like a full week where I felt really bad and it was a full week of me eating like stuff that didn't make me feel good um and it's like nothing to do with the food the food being good it's like how the food makes me feel um like because I I feel so much better when I when I eat just like like with balance like as as we kind of like um like introduced like eating the takeaway if I want it or eating the chocolate bar if I want it but also eating like the fruit and veg and the protein that makes me feel good and like keeps me feeling good so it was like a whole week of, of I probably like didn't eat breakfast and had like something really heavy that didn't make me feel good for lunch and then like take away for dinner and it was just like there was no balance and also I wasn't writing any of it down because I didn't want you to give out to me probably like I was like this isn't on this isn't like the three meals and three snacks that I'm supposed to be having so I don't of course like I wouldn't have been so it's just like it was just the way I was thinking at the time and it changed I think it's important to say that I don't give out I know I know (laughs) I think it's important to say I don't give out to my clients I make them think why they do things but I don't give out to them but that's that's just I'm saying that's just what I at the time I was hard to put that out there yeah Shane does not give out to (laughs) Shane has never given out to me but I, I think what you said there about kind of like when it was even on good days and on bad days, it was really, really important for you because once you did it on the kind of like the so-called not amazing days, you noticed the trend of what certain, yeah. what was the trigger for you? It was stress. Yeah. And a little bit of anxiousness kind of came in, particularly around the exams. Mm. And that's when that was kind of your trigger. And you talk about the takeaways and stuff. And what we tried to do was, right, you went home, I think on the weekends. Yeah. So like, right, family night, 
so we we made an attachment we made an, an emotional attachment to it in a positive way rather than an emotional negative attachment to the food so it's like yeah. you're going to remember this when you're older like having those takeaways with your family your friday family night takeaway was the normal thing anyway for yeah you. yeah anyway exactly so it was honing honing in on that um like the food and Mood journal has it has its place for some people and may not work for others and it can kind of lead to like uncomfortableness because people makes you kind of think about things that you don't necessarily want to think about but i think you were in that place for those kind of like seven eight weeks six weeks maybe of being ready to use it and then you kind of messaged me one day saying shane i think i'm i'm good without it and then we kind of just moved on we just focused on getting your training and you sent me a text on about the 14th of july i think it was about kind of making me strong it's getting me so excited i'm gonna let you talk about this because when i got that text i was like this is why i got into this okay so i previously had used like going to the gym and doing exercise purely as a way to lose weight like i had no didn't care really if i and even like any time like my boyfriend or my brother have all made plans for me before and they've said like what are your goals like and I, I, in my head, I'd be like, oh, I just want to be skinny. But like, to them, I'd be like, oh yeah, I want to get strong, definitely. But like, I didn't care if I got strong or not. I literally just wanted to lose weight. So then, and probably at the start of this, that's what I was thinking as well. Um, and doing the home workouts because we were in lockdown, like when I first started with you, there were like, I just kind of felt like I had hit a bit of a wall with it because I only had one four kg or two four kg dumbbells and they weren't like I I had to do so many reps for it to start like being a challenge near the end of it and stuff so I was just getting frustrated with that and so then when we when I first went back to the gym when they first opened like six weeks ago or whenever um one of the exercises that you had down was barbell rows so I went straight up to the barbell because I was like that's the exercise is barbell row so I'll do it with the barbell and got into the row position and literally couldn't pick up the barbell I like couldn't get it off the ground so I was like okay let's go back to the dumbbells for a while and did it with like such light little dumbbells um and then um I had done that for a few weeks but then before the 14th of July when I texted you I had just missed that session for whatever reason like once or twice I just um I'd either been doing other stuff that week or like had gone for a run or something instead as yeah. my third session. So just hadn't done it. Um, and so went into the gym and picked up a 15 kg like weighted bag to do my rows with. And I did the first set, like no problem at all. It did, there wasn't a struggle. So I was like, is my like form really off? Am I doing these really wrong? And so I went on and checked the video and checked my form and made sure I was doing it like as well as I could and still had no issue at all with it. So then I was like, will I just try it with the barbell? Um, Will I just see, can I get through the set? And so I put the bag back and went over to the barbell and I did a set, no problem. Um, and I was so excited because it was just like I haven't done this session in ages and yet like I've still gotten so much stronger 
and just from doing the two other sessions like the last couple of weeks I've gotten so much stronger and I send you a text straight away and I was like I just rode a 20 kg barbell I was like I'm so excited um and I texted my brother and I texted my boyfriend and I was like I'm so strong and I was just so thrilled because like it had never been something that was important to me before and all of a sudden it was like the most fun and most exciting thing that had happened and then I did two more sets and I felt great (laughs) it's it's uh it's funny where like the epiphanies happen for you guys when they happen um and like I know so many people will re- resonate with what you said about kind of like doing exercises of form of getting skinny and I think I think for whatever reason media or whatever it may be is like girls think lifting weights will get them bulky when in fact it will get you toned um toned means mil- build muscle um obviously when you're li- when you're when you're looking from a body composite composition point of view, the weights will give you that kind of like strong look, that kind of like, I don't know, strong quads, strong glutes, which what girls seem to be liking at the minute and stuff, which is, <laughs> which is, seems to be the thing. Um, but I think for yourself, it's, a, it's an amazing perspective shift. And I think that the fact that it happened in the gym during a particular exercise uh, is a credit to yourself. What advice would you give, to someone else who's potentially going down the route of lifting weights or doing training for to get skinny um it's I would just say it's probably not gonna happen like I unless I don't know there's something I was missing I just think like once you get into lifting weights um it becomes so much more than that like if you're doing it consistently um I don't I don't think like I don't think if you're continuing with lifting weights like you're gonna care really about how skinny you are because there's such endorphin rush from like lifting something heavy um and also like if you're really skinny and you're gonna lift something really heavy I don't know you might hurt yourself (laughs) so just um with caution (laughs) um I think I don't know like all jokes aside I do think like there's so much pressure on people my age and much much younger than me to be skinny um and it's like the importance from it like it comes from so many different factors but I think like it's constantly there in front of you on your phone it's like like I unfollowed so many people um this like past couple of weeks like not, and not because like I didn't like their content or whatever but there's such a like culture of like body checking on the internet now and on particularly on TikTok um and it's not it's it's so easily like could be confused with people just like being really happy with their bodies and like wanting to promote like self-love and stuff but that can so easily be like hidden in in like a body checking which is just such a like it's kind of so like in your face and also the lighting and the posing and there's so many different factors like on Instagram or on TikTok that can affect like how a body looks in a certain light like I don't know if you've seen those side by sides of like the Kardashians like in in like their certain posed light 
and with their touch-ups and stuff and then next to it is like a paparazzi picture where they look like completely different people and you just have to kind of like keep that in mind like people on the internet don't look like that in real life and I just found it easier just to unfollow them because (laughs) it was it was just like every time I went on even if I didn't realize it was like affecting me at all I would come off my phone in such a bad mood um and like I didn't really realize why but unfollowing a lot of those people has like made me feel a lot better you brought in you brought in breaks as well off off social media as well yeah yeah how important has that um, been for you it's been really good like I delete tiktok instagram and um I, I think they're the only two I delete, but I delete them midweek, like Monday to Friday. I don't have them on my phone at all. Um, and then I have them on at the weekend just like for just so I can flick through them if I want to. But I actually last weekend like didn't re-download either of them, which made me feel really good because I just like didn't miss them at all. Um, and like I just find like my screen time can just be really, really high at like a certain time like I don't know what it is but even if I don't think I've been on my phone a lot in the day like just the mindless scrolling could have my screen time up to like six hours and I'm like I did not spend six hours on my phone today but but yeah you did (laughs) so it's it's been really good for me to just not have that because it's it's like really negative like where it made me feel really negative having it there all the time yeah, and I think it's, I think what you said there is you've kind of created, curated your feed for yourself. But you've also managed to say, right, hang on, I want to be concentrating on something else. Like you're away at yeah. the minute. So obviously you want to concentrate on being there with your family or with your boyfriend or whatever it may be when you head up to, to go away and stuff. But I think it's important that you've kind of, you've got that little thing for yourself now and uh, at such a young age that you could bring that forward um unfortunately i do think as you said it is it's hitting your generation and the younger generation like i wouldn't like to be growing up during this time i i think it's like it's 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 really like stark the difference between like my generation and even your generation and you're not like i'm not that old (laughs) no but you're only like eight or something years older than me i think right no more like 10 more more okay well you don't look at Shane thanks I'll, I'll tell you later <laughs> no but I just think like like even I've got cousins that are only like six and seven years older than me but like those six or seven years where like I got on to Facebook when I was 10 like little did my parents know and they'd kill me <laughs> at the time if they had known but like I was on Facebook at 10 and like I've seen my like Facebook messages to people at that age and it's just like literally saying hey hey how are you good you good and like that's the conversation but that's like if that person sent you back a message you were like thrilled and that that like validation from social media started like at such a young age for so many people I know and then it was like well, I remember being like 13 and having 100 Instagram followers was the most important thing and having 100 likes on your Facebook profile picture was the most important thing and like people like I would do this message my friends and be like will you share my Facebook profile picture so I can get 100 likes and we all did that for each other like we'd go to a school uh, like a WES or a disco or whatever 
all change our profile pictures and then we'd all be sh- like sharing each other's profile pictures being like get this girl to 100 likes and that like I didn't know the 100 people that were liking it I didn't care but like it was just like having 100 likes was so important I actually forgot about that until like right this moment but it was so weird like why did we do that but um Jesus. yeah yeah it's just I didn't like, know where as was that thing <laughs> I don't know is it anymore I think my sister she's two years younger than me I feel like she was like the last ones One in the last years but then maybe it came back after that i'm not sure i think they were redoing the, the rugby club so jesus yeah uh jesus wes uh what a place uh not, <laughs> not in a good way um you have also kind of you sent me a message probably a little while before maybe the beginning of july end of june maybe i think it was and you kind of said something about before i tracked everything even my exercise, even my food, and now I feel it's a habit and a lifestyle. And and f- with food, like what what do you think has just kind of clicked for you? Because you haven't, I'm not trying to put this down. You haven't done anything anything like spectacular, but you've just been chip chip chipping away. Yeah, um, I think taking the value in weight loss out of food and exercise has been really important for me because I haven't like I I look the exact same like not in terms of like body composition has changed a fair bit I have a lot more muscle and stuff now and my shape is is quite different from when I started but in terms of like like my body isn't 10 kgs smaller like I wanted it to be at the start you know it's like I I I, I'm probably roughly around the same weight as when I started with you um and the thing about that is like I don't really care <laughs> like I like there's still days where I'm like oh like I wish this wasn't here and I wish that wasn't there but that's just that's ev- I think everyone's gonna have that like I don't think that's ever particularly gonna be gone and especially um I found like moving home for the summer a little bit of a challenge because like my family I know I said to you before like my family are really active and like my family are all like very fit and stuff so I like would compare myself to that a lot because I think it comes quite naturally to them and to me it probably doesn't um so for me instead of like it becoming about being thin it just became about feeling good um and like there are definitely still days where like in my head I'm like I need to be skinny today but like that tends to go away because it's just like like I know I feel good when I eat a certain way I know that I feel good when I exercise a certain way and like then it might slip up for a few days or whatever and I might do nothing and then be like okay I need to just get back into my routine of eating and feeling good because that's that's it's um it just makes me feel better I don't know like exactly how to word it but it's not it's not about like um looking skinny but looking good comes with feeling good I think like it's and it's nothing to do with like the amount of fat on my body it's literally like my skin my hair like just like can feel bloated and stuff when I'm not like like eating in the way I kind of eat in my routine and stuff and it's and exercising like has definitely become more about like going for a run with my dad and, and the dog and like going for a walk with my mum and like going to the gym in this new gym that I started coming to down in like 
in Ennis Simon, which is just a town like over from Lynch. And there's like a really great guy that's running it. And it's like a, quite a community. And it's, I feel like really welcome when I go there. So I really enjoy going there. And then like, um, just like exercise becoming more of like a part of my day rather than something I have to do. Um, and it definitely is that now. I love the fact that like you talk about kind of the, the moments with your dad and your mom. Like, I yeah. think when we're kind of like coming out of our teens, early 20s, we don't really want to hang around our parents. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like one of those things that like you're going to remember that when you're yeah. older, like you're going to have that time. And I think that's a huge insight for you to have learned that so young. Uh, and you'll remember those times during this weird time that we're in that that's the thing that you the family enjoy so you you're using it as a perspective of like well i'm just going to be able to celebrate movement and celebrate being able to just go out with my family rather than seeing it as a way of burning x y and z yeah it's burning x y and z we probably overestimate by about 40 percent anyway those <laughs> yeah. cal- cal- i did a i did a video on it yesterday and those watches are like 40 percent margin for error so it's just like you're setting yourself up for a fall if you're using a calories burnt. It's a hard mindset to drop. Yeah. But definitely. I think if you're in the place to want to drop that mentality, it can can be done. What advice would you give to your younger self? I know that you're not old, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I I am. I'm I'm aging. Um <laughs> uh no, so I'm 22 now, and I would say like I've changed a lot from even when I was like 18, 19 leaving school. Like I'm, I would say I've got just a very different perspective on life. Um, so I would say to, to that person, like at 18, 19, um, just to not be so hard on myself. And I know I still am. And I know that's probably what you're thinking, that I'm pretty hard on myself, but but just to to realize that there are more important things than how you look and like as you say the least interesting thing about you is your waist um and that that's something that like really resonates with me is that like nobody cares like what you weigh um and there's another thing I saw recently on Instagram um or on TikTok or some some something said it some somebody said it and she was like a girl that was a plus size girl on TikTok and she was saying like for years I didn't dress the way I wanted to or go out and socialize the way I wanted to because I was terrified of people realizing I was fat and it was like she she realized that why like that people can still see her even if she's not being who she wants to be um so that that's it for me it was that like I didn't dress the way I, I wanted to and I didn't I wasn't like comfortable in social situations because I was so afraid that people knew what I looked like which is something so ridiculous because of course they know what I look like whether I'm wearing what I want to or not or whether I'm like being confident or not um and it was like I was waiting to be skinny before I could be myself which doesn't make any sense (laughs) so to, to to myself at 18 19 I would say just stop waiting to be skinny and just be yourself now and that's an amazing sentiment. I really, really do. Um, I know you were kind of saying off air as well when I kind of ran through briefly the questions. You're like, you'd also give yourself a big, massive hug. Yeah, definitely. What I advice? Think that's so important. What advice did you give to someone in the same position as yourself when you started out? Um, 
to anyone that would be like the way I was back and forth yo-yo kind of dieting trying to find the quick fix and being super extreme with yourself I would just say like there's no quick fix um and if if like me you need to sort out the mental side as well as the physical side then then do the work mentally um I would definitely say the food and mood journal is a really good tool to um just be aware of how you like relate food to your emotions just like even if you don't change that just just to know is is super helpful um just so you can keep an eye I guess and then I would say if you if you're struggling to find balance like get help like talk to anyone like even the local PT in your gym or if you're not in a gym someone like Shane obviously I would recommend (laughs) but but it doesn't have to be a, a someone like you it can be anyone that you know that is like someone you admire or someone you look up to that is that has balance in their life um and just trying to find that balance I think is is what I would say is that you're not you're never going to be perfect seven days a week so trying to be yeah I think that that perfection word yeah yeah Uh, yeah we know it's a lot like my hairline it doesn't really exist um (laughs) The last question I'm going to ask you, me, is you, you spoke about you spoke about it at the beginning of the episode. You spoke about it just there, like a little while ago, about kind of being hard on yourself. Yeah, I know it kind of creeps back in. It all creeps back in enough at certain times. And you said kind of like when you spot like certain body parts or in the mirror or in the wrong lighting or whatever it may be. How do you catch yourself now, or what kind of like little? tools or tips have you kind of brought in for yourself of like just catching yourself and kind of like actually pausing or whatever it may be how do you how do you kind of tweak that now for yourself um the well actually what happened to me the other day I was getting ready to go out for drinks and I put on a dress that I had loved on me like three weeks ago and I put it on and I just like hated the way it looked on me and I hated the way it was kind of like hitting around my hips and stuff and I was like, this is what I have planned to wear. I have to wear this now. And then I was just feeling like really miserable for a few minutes and just like, oh, I really just don't even want to go now. Like I might just stay in. And then I kind of like took a minute and like just took the dress off <laughs> and I just put on something else and I, that I felt really comfortable in and really confident in. Um, and I think it's just like about catching myself and instead of like having a thought and going with it it's like having a thought and thinking it over a bit and changing my attitude um and as well like every time I look in the mirror now I always say I love my body um just because I I saw that again somewhere on some like self-love Instagram page and I don't know I think if you say it enough you'll start to believe it and then it's it's working for me like there like because the weather's been so good say the last few days like I've been in a bikini a lot and it's really easy to put on a bikini and see all the other girls at the beach that have a body say that you want but like 
and and it, it's really easy to kind of regress back into some like an attitude I would have had this time last year and think oh my god everyone's looking at me everyone thinks that I'm not as skinny as her or and it's it's just to catch that and think no I love the way I look and nobody is looking at my stomach nobody is looking at my legs nobody cares what I look like in this bikini everyone is sweating and everyone just wants to lie in a bikini at the beach and it's just like taking the the value out of the way that you look because like again as you say it's the least important and least interesting thing about me is like how I look in a bikini I love that taking the value out of how you look Mm. I think that's a I think that's very very powerful and I know it's something that I think we're all gonna go through is like especially when it's a really really warm day like today is going to be the warmest day and I can already feel myself struggling <laughs> um and I have to close the window because uh, the noise outside because the microphone so it's like a sweat box in this room um but it's one of those things like when you are kind of going to like I live near the sea like your home, fa- your home family lives near the sea as well. So you could easily go down to like, say the 40 foot or whatever it may yeah. be and kind of look at everyone else. But you also don't know what that person's done to get to that point. That person could also be struggling. Yeah. I know from working with an awful lot of people is that generally what sometimes can happen is those who we put up on pedestals are the ones that are probably struggling the most mentally or physically about themselves. And it's, it's not a nice thing and it's not a nice sentiment to have, but I think it's important to realize that we all have different insecurities about ourselves. Um, and it's important to, like, as you said, devalue that kind of the language that you're using towards yourself. As you said, you you had to tr- initially train yourself to berate yourself or to be hard on yourself. Yeah. But now you're retraining yourself to say that sentence into yourself in the mirror every day because you told yourself one story for so long so now it's creating the new chapter and a new story for yourself. So I think yeah. that's an amazing thing. I might sound wishy-washy for some, but it does work. Doing it, like if you're doing something out of hatred for your body, it's like setting fire to yourself. It's not going to be exactly beneficial to what you want to do. Um, me, I cannot thank you enough for being so open and honest um, on your background. I love those sentiments, the little, the little nuggets that you've dropped in there as well. I think the social media one, it'll definitely help an awful lot. The Moon Food Journal um, and kind of the advice that you've kind of brought in about kind of the body com- composition thing. I know we, I didn't think we were going to get down that route, but I do think it's it's useful with the weather the way it is. So I kind of thank you enough for, for coming on, Mia. Thank you so much for having me. Guys, if you've enjoyed the episode at all, please do tag us up in your story. I'll put in uh, Mia's um, Instagram handle. You can give her a follow. <laughs> Um, and you can you can if she if she'll accept DMs, uh, you can you can pop our message and stuff like that as well. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to the episode. Thanks again, Mia. Thank you.